I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. I am very lucky to be married to the woman I married. Yeah, here's what I mean. I have a tendency to get worked up and to get stressed out. And sometimes when I am like that, uh, I get a little irritable and angry and I do things that uh, may be irrational. And she's always there to, to calm me down and say, hey, listen, all is well. No need to be irrational. No need to make any, uh, you know, any, any, I don't know, loud noises. Why do I say that? I say that because I think that you and I uh, collectively might be in uh, a situation where we could stand to hear some of the advice of my wife. Just calm down. Everything's okay. We're going to get through this. What am I talking about? I'm talking about this recent dust-up between, well, between everyone, really. There was a memo last week. It was drafted by Dr. Dunn. She said that we are heading towards a dangerous circumstance. She reiterated that concern just a moment ago in the release of the latest case counts of the coronavirus here in the state of Utah. And that uh, memo led to uh, some, some fear and some desire to take bold, swift action. And there were calls to uh, Governor Gary Herbert's office to mandate the wearing of masks. We need to shut down again. We need to move back to orange. We need to get ourselves in a circumstance where we are going to shut down this virus and its spread. Well, all right, okay, that's right. We do need to do that. We need to uh, we need to certainly stop the spread of the virus. Well, if you remember, not too long ago there was a, a special session of the Utah Legislature where they passed some measures regarding the state's response to COVID-19, specifically when it came to the authorities afforded uh, county health departments and county officials. It stated that if a county leader desired to put in place guidelines that were more strict than those outlined in the executive order, the current standing executive order by the governor, that they would need to then seek the permission of the governor to enhance those guidelines or those restrictions. Well, we've seen that play out. Everything has happened according to plan, right? Circumstances changed. There were some reactions by county leaders, specifically Mayor Wilson and the leaders in Summit County. They reached out to the governor in exactly the form laid out by now Utah law. And they politely asked while making their case, the case specific to the counties of their jurisdiction. Hey, do you think we could enhance some of the requirements here? While Governor Herbert had declined and has declined to make the wearing of masks, compulsory statewide. You heard him just the other day on these airwaves, on this very radio program, make it known that he would, as he is a believer in local government, the localist of government being the best position to respond to the needs of the community, he left the door open 
for allowing mayors like Mayor Wilson and the leadership of Summit County to make their request. And last night, we learned that the governor has granted that quest. Let me back up a little bit and share uh, with you some of the specifics of the request made by Mayor Wilson. She discussed uh, just yesterday in a video she released on social media, she discussed why it's important for people to wear masks as they go out into the community and interact with others. That's important. And the reason it's important is we now have evidence that face coverings like this one or even a cloth mask across your face, face coverings are saving lives and they prevent the spread of virus. We're at a critical time because we have seen a very, very large increase in cases in this county in this month alone. Now, she she also responds to this notion and this question of why does the government need to do this? We have asked, we have educated, we have reached out. That work has been done, and we're not seeing the compliance at the level that we need. And therefore, um, I think it's time that we act as government and make it a requirement. We want businesses to feel safe for their workers when people come to, to frequent those businesses. You heard her there mention businesses. The, the reason she did is that in the request, the one made by both Salt Lake and Summit Counties, this this requirement, the authority they have requested from the governor, is to compel the wearing of masks only in retail or commercial establishments. Now, of course, the advice stands, and they certainly, these county leaders, certainly support the advice handed down by Dr. Dunn, where if you are in a circumstance where you can't maintain appropriate social distancing, you should have yourself a mask on. You should be wearing it. But the authority they have requested and received is specific to retail and commercial establishments. And we have seen, we have seen some of these uh, retailers follow suit, taking on policies of their own. Specifically, Harmon's just this morning announced that they will require patrons of their grocery stores throughout the state to wear masks. Should they like to shop at a Harmon's location. That's, that's fine. You know, you, you don't want to wear a mask. You know, there are plenty of other grocery stores around. All right, so that's all backstory. That is all the dust-up of the past few days, the situation going forward, specifically at 12.01 uh, tomorrow morning, just as the clock ticks over into Saturday, uh, these rules in Salt Lake County will uh, will be uh, put in place. And I want to share with you uh, just here for a moment uh, an unfortunate reaction. Listen, there's plenty of room to debate this. There's plenty of room to talk about personal freedom and uh, our care for others and uh, the, the care that we, that we take to protect those in high-risk categories. I, I get all of that, and I'm sensitive to every single argument and attitude uh, on this. But, but, but. You can't go too far with this. You can't go too far. The politicization, polit politicalization of this is, is no good, and I'd advise against that. But, you know, I get that it's going to make its way into conversation. <laughs> but there's a, a Utah official, specifically a, a county official in Paiute County, a commissioner, who has, subsequent to the governor's granting of the request by Salt Lake and Summit Counties, compared that behavior of Utah's governor to the behavior of a Nazi. Yeah. Darren Bushman, commissioner in Paiute County, and he wrote the following. He said, hang on, friends, it 
won't be long before you are required to do the Sig Heil salute to Herbert. Welcome to Utah now. Extend your right arm straight at 45 degrees, keeping your hand parallel to your arm, and offer your Hail Herbert. He directed that at the governor, the governor's Twitter handle, and uh, included four hashtags. Hashtag Utah, hashtag Nazi, hashtag masks, and hashtag UT poll, Ute poll. That's where a lot of Utah political tweets get hashtagged. And then under it, he included uh, an illustration from many years ago of uh, Nazis under banners displaying the swastika, giving uh, the Heil Hitler salute. It's ugly, nasty stuff, and it's far too far. I understand if this rubs you the wrong way, but this is inappropriate. Absolutely inappropriate. The governor has issued a response to these claims by this Paiute County commissioner. Uh, let me pull this up and read it to you uh, in its entirety. I want you to understand how the governor has responded. He says, Governor Gerber Gary Herbert says, we recognize that there are strong disagreements about policy. And that's the point I've been making, Lee speaking again here, not the statement. I understand that there are strong disagreements on this policy. You and I may not agree. I am in the mask camp, but not in the camp of compulsory usage of a mask. All right. Maybe you're there with me. Maybe you think masks are awful and they cut off oxygen and they make you even sicker. I don't know. I believe in the science, and I believe that by wearing a mask, I'm helping the community and myself and my family. So uh, returning to the statement here from Governor Gary Herbert, he writes in response to being compared to a Nazi, we recognize that there are strong disagreements about policy, but we expect civility in our public discourse. Drawing comparisons between a widely accepted public health practice during a pandemic and Hitler's brutal totalitarianism is beyond the pale. It can only have the effect of polarizing an important and substantive policy debate. And, as has been recognized by leaders in Utah's Jewish community, it grossly trivializes the experience of the Holocaust. The statement continues, but I need to take a break now. I'm going to go away and I'll read the rest of it when we return. I will say, though, in fairness, that that commissioner uh, from Paiute County, Darren Bushman, he has taken down the tweet. So, whatever that means to you. To me... I just remember that he posted it in the first place. Quick break. When we come back, I'll share with you the rest of that statement. Also, Dr. Dunn uh, was just on CNN. We'll hear what she has to say next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, we are continuing to talk about masks and the wearing of them, the compulsory wearing of them. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? The recent development is that Salt Lake County and Summit County have made a request of Governor Gary Herbert to allow them the authority to compel the wearing of masks in retail and commercial establishments. It was uh, made known yesterday, last night rather, via a spokesman 
from Governor Gary Herbert's office that, in fact, that those requests would be granted. And just after midnight tonight, in Salt Lake County and in Summit County, this requirement will take effect. Uh, and so, great, fine. That's, that's fine. Does that ruffle your feathers? Do you feel like you're living in some kind of uh, tyrannical regime? I don't. Uh, I don't. I just want to get through this. I want coronavirus to be behind us. And if the science tells us that this is going to help out, well, then shoot, sign me up. I'll keep wearing masks. I'll do it when I visit retail or commercial establishments. I'll do it when I am out and about and unable to maintain good social distancing. And I hope you would as well, you know, regardless of what county you live in. Anyway, there have been some to react to the governor's granting of this authority to Summit and Salt Lake County leaders with some pretty strong tones and terms. Paiute County Commissioner tweeted last night, uh, I'll spare you, I won't read the whole thing again. Essentially, he called uh, Governor Herbert uh, Adolf Hitler. How the heck do you make that leap? How the heck are you reading this situation and seeing Nazism? Come on! Listen, I am I am maybe the loudest defender of freedom that you're going to tune into the radio and hear. I tell you what, I have pushed back against any, any talks of involving compulsory behavior on uh, Utahns. I have praised the governor from the very, very beginning of this whole ordeal for being one of the very few across this country to refrain from handing down statewide regulations which would control and dictate our movement and behavior. We've done most of what we have done thus far on our own. We have made good progress in some areas, and we have had some setbacks in others. We are right now facing one of those setbacks. But we know and understand the science on how to respond to it. I hope we know. Anyway, I digress. I mentioned there that there was one of the one, one comparison made uh, of Governor Gary Herbert to uh, Nazism. Let me finish reading you uh, the reply and the response to that comparison by the governor. Uh, a statement from his office says, The simple courtesy of wearing a mask when social distancing is not possible may be the least... Okay, when social distancing is not possible, maybe the least invasive way of stopping the spread of the virus while opening up our economy. Studies are showing that mutual mask wearing can drive the transmission rate to nearly zero. The governor is asking local elected officials and local health departments to work together, examine their unique situation, and determine what policies are right for their localities. Having duly elected officials work together in this fashion to promote public health economic engagement, and local control is a far cry from Nazism. Yeah, totally. You know, Governor Gary Herbert has a whole state to look at. Mayor Wilson has a smaller portion of that state, a county, Salt Lake County, very large county, but it is much smaller than the state at large, and the needs are more specific uh, than the very broad and varied needs of the state, which Governor Gary Herbert has to tend to. And so why not... Why not delegate some of that authority to someone who's a little closer to the people? Whether or not you agree with it, fine. But in terms of a way of governing, I think it's pretty wise and it's pretty sound.
and I admire it. All right, uh, I told you that Dr. Angela Dunn also had some things to say today. She's been speaking out on two fronts. We got the update from the Utah Department of Health with the latest uh, numbers, specifically case numbers, where it's been reported that we are seeing an increase of 676 cases from yesterday. Yeah, 676 additional positive cases for the coronavirus since yesterday. That is a record. That's a record. That's the highest number we have seen, the highest increase we have seen in one day. Right now, in terms of hospitalizations, there are 174 positive COVID-19 cases currently hospitalized here in the state of Utah, and then two additional deaths from yesterday. That uh, information was paired with a statement from uh, Dr. Dunn. She said that we need large-scale behavior change on the part of all Utahns to reverse this trend. Everyone, whether it's required in your county or not, needs to be wearing a mask in order to help protect those around you. Everyone should be practicing physical distancing, staying home if they're sick, and washing their hands regularly. So that is what we received from uh, her office, and she, not long after that, appeared on CNN, where she discussed the work that's being done in Utah right now. We have two of our counties that have mandated face masks out in public. Um, the governor has also mandated face masks, masks within state buildings. Um, there's, you know, a lot of political tension and public tension around wearing face masks, not only in Utah, but nationally. And so we're trying to strike that balance between, you know, having people understand that they should want to wear a mask, to protect their community and their loved ones versus forcing them to do that, because ultimately enforcement of any of those laws is going to be tough. We really want to get the public on the same page with us. She continued and went on when asked about the governor's announcement to let these counties require masks in public in their counties. So we're working with healthcare systems and other medical experts across the state to really impose upon our policymakers and decision makers that the time is now to start really looking hard at making decisions around face masks and starting to think about how businesses and schools can reopen safely so that we can limit the spread of COVID-19 protect the health of individuals while also ensuring our economic health so that we don't have to do a shutdown to protect lives. All right. If I'm honest, I'm tired of talking about masks. I'm tired. Well, I'm tired of the coronavirus in general. I'm tired of talking about masks. Uh, And so this will be it for Uh, the rest of this program. We are going to look at some of the political impacts of the debates over masks later on, but uh, but I'm done talking about the science. You and I have uh, plenty of information to make our decisions, and I would just hope and plead that you make the right decision. That you make the right decision. And the right decision may be different for different uh, people. For me, it's to wear one. If I can't maintain the good social distancing, I'll be wearing one. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back after the news, I want to talk to you about something that took place yesterday in the United States Senate. Uh, Mitt Romney was speaking with some officials uh, who deal with Border Patrol issues and American jobs. Senator Romney continues supporting the wall but wants to require businesses to use E-Verify to confirm workers' eligibility in an effort to incentivize or de-incentivize illegal immigration. That's coming up on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.